Good morning. Welcome to Faith in the Morning. Something good is going to happen to you. Happy Friday. God has great plans for your life today and this weekend. Why? Because he loves you. He knows the plans he has for you. They're plans of good. Plans to give you in that you're hopeful. Not plans of evil. These are plans that you want to have come to pass. Dreams that are greater than what you can dream. Things that are exceedingly abundant above all you can ask, think, pray for, or imagine. Now this month we'll be talking about how much God loves you. The first week we talk about how God loves you so he provides for you. How he loves you greatly. We talk about how God wants you free because he loves you. And this week we're talking, now part of the end of this week, we're talking about how God wants you to experience victory because he loves you. But you must take stance rooted in the word of God and in the love of God to experience the victory God has for you. Remember, victory is a gift that he gives you because he loves you. So thank you for tuning in this morning. And, you know, this weekend I'm celebrating my birthday. And so we're going to share right now this message from earlier this year called The Stance. You can watch it in its entirety on the Faith Plus app. I believe some parts I've showed today will encourage you and help you take the stance you need so you can fight the good fight of faith and experience victory in your everyday life. So you have to be, anything you hear, you have to compare with the Word of God. What does thus say of the Word? Just because your favorite politician said it doesn't mean it's Bible. And don't let the politicians teach you the Word. Well, you know, the Bible, look, this is America, everybody's going to quote the Bible. America's a very religious nation. The people who aren't even part of religion are religious. Americans are religious. They are. And people understand that if you want votes, you should open the Bible. Now, there are some politicians who will call it the book of Job. Other people will say 2 Corinthians. But you need to know the word enough to compare. So what is what they said true? That you should be like the people of the book of Acts who were Bereans, who heard the message that Paul preached and went back to the word to study out to see if these things are true. That if one of the things we've told you here again and again, you don't take the word of a preacher unless they can prove it to you from the word of God. How much more are you not supposed to take the word from a politician or a newscaster? If they can't prove it to you from the word of God. You've got newscasters saying, well, you know, we don't really believe Jesus was sinless. I didn't ask you. So if they say that very foundational statement, why would you believe anything else they have to say about the word of God? If you want to be stable in this life, you've got to go to the book for yourself. And in this day and age, we have no excuse not to go to the book for ourselves. It's not hidden in a monastery somewhere. It's not the dark ages. You got it on your phone, your iPad, your computer. You got a few copies around the house. We got to be people of the book. Be people of the word. And not be led astray. Go to chapter 3, verse 1. See, because after this, Paul talks about his testimony and what God taught him and what he's preached over the last several years, even up to about two decades around this point. So you get to chapter three, he gets back to what he was just saying, verse one. Oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ has been evidently set forth, crucified among you? This only what I learn of you, receive you the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith. Are you so foolish, having begun in the spirit, that you're now made perfect by the flesh? And so he begins to get into what they were deceived and taken away from. And so that does apply to some people today, the specific error they're being drawn away from. But in today, you have to make sure that you're standing on the word. 
because people say, well, the people on the right, the people on the left, there's the ones who are actually following the word. One of the things is your enemy, he's stupid because he thinks he's going to win, but he's also smart. It reminds me of the first Wonder Woman movie that came out a number of years ago. That the real enemy she was after, she thought it was going to be on one side. But the real enemy was playing both sides. That he was working on both. He was going back and forth, making them fight each other and hiding himself as an angel of light in the mist. And so, don't you think your enemy is playing both sides? On the left and the right. There is evil abominations on both sides. But the thing is, you, we become ditch dwellers. Instead of walking the word and walking the truth, we're going from one ditch to the other. And we're too busy listening to whatever everyone else has to say. They're getting in the word for ourselves. See, the word of God will tick off conservatives and liberals. The word of God will get on your nerves too. But if it does, your nerves need to be got on. Oh, stepped on my feet, we'll pull your feet back in. The word of God should correct us. It should check us. Because if your version of Jesus is only a higher version of yourself, something's wrong. If Jesus only acts like you, talks like you, you either one, have a way too high opinion of yourself, or two, don't know the Jesus of the Bible. You need to let the word correct you so you can grow. God only corrects those he loves. And how does he correct you? Not through disaster, but through the word, through his spirit. So we need to refocus. Too many of us got unfocused. We need to focus on the word. Focus on the love of God. Be rooted and grounded in the truth. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12. Because a lot of people say, oh no, I'm good. I'm not in a ditch. I'm standing strong. Well, Paul has something to say to you. Wherefore, let him that thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. Well, my stance is good. Well, just check for a second. Is your shoe tied? Because you could be focused on everything else and left your shoe untied and trip. Oh, how'd I trip? Your shoe. Well, I've been standing in the way for 50 years. Maybe that's a problem. You're in the way. Just say, pay attention to these things in Hebrews, lest these things slip. It's possible for you to receive something and lose it. Just because you had faith 50 years ago doesn't mean you have faith today. You could have helped Charles Capps write his book, but it doesn't mean you got faith. It goes back to the song, what have you done lately? Are you in the word? What are you focused on? What are you filling your heart with? What has the highest opinion in your life? What is your standard of judging things? Everything you hear, everything you encounter, you have to hold it to the word of God. And you have to train your kids to do the same thing. 
because there's a lot of contradictions in this world. And one of the things is what the enemy specializes in. For most believers, he won't just come at them with outright wickedness. Just outright. You know it's the devil. He's got a horns, a tail, hooves, and a pitchfork. That's the devil. I see him. I got discernment. No, you don't. You just opened your eyes. Here's what the enemy does. He takes a little bit of truth and he twists it. Plays both sides against each other and make you pick which one. When the option probably is C, neither. What do you do? Follow the wisdom of God because only the wisdom of God can unravel the wickedness of this world. See, Satan seeks to put people in a position that is so twisted that they feel like there's no way I can live if I leave this life behind. That's what he's trapping people. Remember, he's a slave master. He applies chains on people's lives. So what he endorses and pushes is forms of wickedness that get people so twisted up that they feel there's no way I can live if I leave this behind. There's no way I can unravel this. So I know the truth, but I'm too scared to leave it. So I'm going to stay where I am, even though I know what I'm doing is wrong. And they're tormented. And you walking up and telling them you going to hell doesn't help because they know it. What helps? You speaking the truth in love and say, you know what? I'm not turning on you. I'm going to help you walk this out. It's going to take some time for your life to get unraveled, but that's why I'm here. Yeah, you tripped. Yes, you made a mistake. I got you. Come on, get back up again. Don't stay down. Don't, uh, come on. Let's walk this thing out. It takes time. And aren't you glad God took time with you? It still takes time with you? Shouldn't we still take time with others? And help them walk out the truth of the gospel? Because we all need each other. So pay attention, lest you fall. Wherefore, let him that thinks he stand take heed lest he fall. This word stand means, yes, to stand, but also means to make firm, fixed, and established. You should check every once in a while to make sure that you are established. Go to 2 Corinthians 10, verse 3 to 5. We'll get into this verse a little bit more on Wednesday, but something I want to show you. 2 Corinthians 10. Verse 3. For though we walk or we live in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not fleshly or carnal, but they're mighty through God. To the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. We looked at that more in detail last week. But here's something I want you to notice. This word stronghold. Is defined as a castle or fortress or anything on which one relies. A fortress, a castle, or anything on which one relies. And so we talked about last week how philosophies can be strongholds. Because there are belief systems which people rely on or cling to. But by that definition, I want you to notice two things we'll talk more about on Wednesday. Say Wednesday. That means you probably should watch on what day? 
there are godly strongholds and there are ungodly strongholds. There are godly strongholds, godly philosophies, godly fortresses and castles, and there are ungodly strongholds, which you should not rely on. But if we want to take and hold the high ground, we need to build godly strongholds. If you want to take and hold the high ground, you have to build strong, godly strongholds. So that when the storm comes, or the attack of the enemy comes, life happens, you don't give up the high ground. And some of you have been in faith too long to give up the high ground now. To maintain, to take and hold the high ground, you must build godly strongholds. We'll get that on a Wednesday as we continue the Faith Builder series. So we've talked about our stance. We've talked about strength. Now I go to Acts 20, verse 32, as we begin to bring this to a close. Acts 20, verse 32. As we turn there, those of you watching online, this is a good time to share so other people can join in and watch later. Acts chapter 20, verse 32. Notice what Paul is saying to this group here, to the one of our first recorded ministers conferences in the Bible. Acts 20, verse 32. And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them that are sanctified. So something else I want you to notice. Strength. Remember, we're supposed to increase in strength. Technique, part of our technique is we'll make sure that we're established. But although you're established, you're supposed to grow. You're supposed to edify or be built up. So that means we should always be focused on getting stronger, going from strength to strength, faith to faith, glory to glory. God has increase on his mind. You have to get stronger. You know, just because a fighter in their prime is strong doesn't mean they stop working out. Just because an athlete's in the prime doesn't mean they stop going to the gym. I'm going to stop the message right there. Thank you so much for watching and tuning in today. Enjoy your weekend. I'm going to enjoy mine as I celebrate my birthday. Thank you guys for tuning in. Go ahead and share Apple po- on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Go ahead and share on YouTube and subscribe. Rate us highly so other people can follow Faith in the Morning, which exists to help you start your day with faith and encouragement. I love you so much. Have a great one. God bless.